Hello, this is Champ 180. I'm your host, your helper and friend, Adam Childress. If you're listening and expecting a kumbaya session on what you want to hear, this may not be the show for you. We are committed to encouraging and developing champion-like individuals who desire to learn, grow, improve in the five core areas of champ. I'm real, transparent, and say what's on my mind with no fluff or puff. So listen up, because today is your day. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Champ 180 podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. We have a special podcast about Valentine's Day. We have some great facts about Valentine's. Uh, we also have crush facts and seven things to have a blissful marriage. So stay tuned. Welcome back to the Champ 180 podcast. So Valentine's Day is very special for the most. For those people that don't have a Valentine's or single or lonely Maybe not so special, but be positive. There's always something that you can do to make your day special, okay? But I researched some things out about it and hope you love what I have found. Year 270, February 14th, St. Valentine was executed by Emperor Claudius II for secretly performing marriages after it was banned to boost army enlistment. 1382, Valentine's is now associated with love for the first time. 1477 was when Archduke Maximilian of Austria gave the first ring to Mary of Burgundy. Lastly, wedding rings are worn on the left ring finger due to the finger containing the vena amoris, the vein of love. Here are some crush facts and guess what? They are psychological. So let's have fun. You typically have a crush on someone you see or interact with regularly. Duh. Well, who else? Number two, according to science, you are more likely to have a crush that looks like your mom or dad. Who was a scientist that came up with that? Men and women are more likely to have crushes with similar qualities. Number four, men are more attracted to women who display a mixture of strength and femininity. Femininity. Let's say that five times. While women, on the other hand, are attracted to high levels of masculinity. Really? Number five, smell is essential since it hits home with our memory. This plays a big part in a having a crush with somebody. So I guess this wouldn't happen after PE, workout sessions. Number six, we are more attracted to people who make us laugh. What did the blueberry say to the other blueberry on Valentine's Day? I love you very much. The higher your confidence, this is number seven, and I love this, this is so true. The higher your confidence level is, the more attractive you become or you are. So guys, this doesn't mean that you have to do something stupid to, to gain confidence to get ladies to like you, like playing slap the bull. I don't recommend that to build confidence, but I have some ways to help you. So jot this down. Some ways to build confidence. Guys, pay attention. Get rid of the negative talk, especially about yourself. Stop talking bad about yourself. 
get rid of it. She will like you if you grow some confidence. Okay. Number two, have a sense of gratitude. Be thankful in life. Be thankful that you're living. Be thankful that you're breathing. You're walking. You're doing things. You have a job. You have people that love you. Be thankful. Number three, set goals and achieve them. Don't overset or else it'll have the reverse effect. As in, little Johnny, don't uh, set a goal of bench pressing 500 pounds by the, by the end of the week. Number four, list out your achievements and accomplishments. I know you have done some great things. We all have. List them out and remember those things to make more. Okay? Make more of those. The more you make, the more confidence you build, right? Number five, exercise and be consistent. Run, take walks, do some exercises, go to the gym, do some push-ups. Guarantee you, you're going to grow some confidence, okay? These are some steps. There's more, but you know what? We don't have all day. Seven key ingredients for a blissful marriage. Listen up. Number one. Being emotionally connected. So being solid and true friends and not acquaintances is foundational in a healthy marriage. I believe there's a lot of marriages that uh, fail or are on the rocks because they weren't really friends first. They may have been flings or they just uh, started going out or dating right after they met. Physical contact. They look good. So I thought, hey, let's date each other. But you know what? They didn't really build anything foundational. They didn't go out and get to know each other, build a friendship, go out with your other friends, double date. That is foundational. And treating each other like friends. Help each other out. Communicate. You know? Build that friendship. Instead of just being physical or not communicating and just using this girlfriend or boyfriend just to make you look good. No. Be friends first. Trust me, it'll work better. Friendship in a marriage is the spark that lights an everlasting flame. And this is by Fawn Weaver. Number two on how to make your marriage blissful. Invite your spouse to experience the good things rather than by yourself. So experience a lovely sunset or a walk together. Yes, you can do that by yourself. Yes, you'll be fine. But I think the more you invite your spouse to do things with you, to experience those things, will be monumental and will speak volume to that spouse. It will value that spouse that you want to share that moment with them. So I totally think you should just share those times. Should you have alone time sometimes? Of course. But all the time? Maybe not. Helen Keller says this, Alone, we can do so little. Together, we can do so much. It takes a team. People. Number three, admiring one another is showing it by your positive words. So speaking positivity to your spouse will increase the, the desire to be with each other, right? If you keep talking negative about each other, do you really want to spend time with each other? I think not. Here's a quote, and it's unknown who it comes from, but it's a really good quote about this. Never talk bad about your spouse to another person. This minimizes your spouse's integrity It takes away your character. If you don't have anything good to say, keep your mouth shut about your spouse. If you have a problem with your spouse, go to your spouse. Communicate. Talk it out. Number four, be kind and loving to each other. Being kind is foundational. It's one of the pillars in a good marriage. Be kind. For some people, they just 
it's just it's just hard for them. I don't know why. Bad mood, whatever you have, just do your best to be kind. Even in the hard times or difficult times, that's where the true colors come out. Can you be kind and loving to each other in those times? You can. It's all up to you. Get your pride out of the way. Get your selfishness out of the way. And think about the other person. Mark Twain said, Kindness is the language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see. I love that. Number five, defend each other. Always have each other's back, even when the battle is domestic, meaning with family. It's not a good feeling for one spouse to feel alone in a battle with family or friends. So stick up for one another. And you may not have agreed with what your spouse did, but they need to know that you have their back. Here's a quote. Happy is he who dare courageously to defend what he loves. And I read that again. Happy is he who dare courageously defend who he loves. If it's with family and friends, yeah, it's going to take some courage to defend your spouse in a situation. If there's a heated moment with family and your family's accusing your spouse of doing something, no, 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 no. Put your arms up, say no. This is my spouse. This is my woman. This is my husband. Stop it. All right. Make your spouse feel valued and protected. That is huge in a marriage. A lot of marriages, they don't feel that way. And it's terrible. I feel bad for them. Quote, happy is he who dare courageously to defend what he loves. And that's by Ovid, a Roman poet. Number six in a marriage. And it's very, very, have I said very? Crucial. Listen, listen, listen. Yes, man, I'm talking to you. Your wives will appreciate this and feel valued if you listen to what they're saying. If they're having a bad day, let them vent to you. That's what you're there for. You're the ones that hold the mantle for them. They don't need to, they want to get rid of that heavy burden and give it to you. That's what you're there for. Here's a good quote about this. Listening is an art that requires attention over talent, spirit over ego, others over self. And that's unknown. Number seven, be truthful with each other. Many things attack your marriage, but being truthful right up front will avoid a lot of heartache and division. Here's a quote. Truth may hurt for a bit, but a lie hurts forever. That's unknown. I hope today's special Valentine's Day podcast gives you hope and encourages you in some way. I wish you the very best today and this week. So God bless and champ on. Thank you so much for listening to the Champ 180 podcast. I really appreciate your time and tuning in. Again, this is Adam Childress, but I'd like to leave you with a few things to live by daily. That is be thankful, be kind, believe in yourself, never give up, help others, cherish family and friends, do your best. Listen with your heart, laugh often, and love lots. Until next time, God bless.